0: Welcome to today's AA meeting, Fernando Alcoholic. Let's go ahead and pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who wrong us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. For, Lord, yours is the kingdom and the glory and the power and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to today's reading for May 13th. A.A. Thought for the Day. In A.A. we find fellowship and release and strength. And having found these things, the real reason for our drinking are taken away. Then drinking has no more justification in our minds. We no longer need to fight against drink. Drink just naturally leaves us. At first, we are sorry that we can't drink, but we get so that we are glad that we don't have to drink. Am I glad that I don't have to drink? Meditation for today. Try never to judge. The human mind is so delicate and so complex that only its master can know it wholly. Each mind is so different, led to act by such different motives. Controlled by such different circumstances. Influenced by such different suffering. You cannot know all the influence that have gone to make up a personality. Therefore, it is impossible for you to judge wholly that personality. But God knows that person wholly and he can change it. Leave to God the unraveling of the puzzle of personality. And leave it to God to teach you to proper understanding. Amen. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may not judge other people. I pray that I may be certain that God can set right what is wrong in every personality. Amen. I'm Fernando Arcaholic, and I am certain, and I've seen it before. The first thing that came to my mind when I was uh, living in Montebello, I was walking about going to take a, a hike. And I saw this man, I was coming back, and I saw my neighbor, and he looked, this rod, he was digging a hole, and he was like in his 70s now, and he was like exhausted, and he just, I've been there, his spirit was not there, he said, I am, ex-, he said, he said, I'm looking for this pipe, and I am out of it, he goes, I go, that you thank God? That you can't find the pipe. And he looked at me like if I was I was out of my mind. I go, just relax and thank God you can't find the solution. He took a deep breath, he relaxed, and the next you would think, I'm I'm kidding you. He said he he tried about four or five times, and he struck it with the shovel and bang, he hit the pipe. And then he looked at me in disbelief. I'm telling you, folks, what I just read to you. That we pray that we not judge other people. We we pray for them and and thank God for them, just the way the situation is, and we avoid from judging. We avoid. We act as the main judge. The judge is over us, ha, <laughs> the Father God, and that's the way we we stay in communion with Him. We stay in communication with God and we don't get penalized for not being in communication. And the worst thing we can do is not to be, not to obey the command to thank God for all things. That's where we, where I messed up is when I take life on my own and I don't ask God to join me in laughter and fun and wisdom and skill and godly skill and ability to to get something done by asking him to help me. I was uh, I was in a in a line. It was noon time. I honestly counted the people. I must have counted for about seventeen people. That's the number that comes to. It. I mean, we were clear out of the post office. It was noon. And we had a line all the way almost to, this, to the first doors. You know how you have the first door, there's the lobby, and then you have another set of doors to go into the post office. And we were out and right by the first set of doors where people were coming in, lining up. And this young man, maybe he was about 17, but we we had quite a bit of people. And he was in back of me, and he looked at the line, and then he looked at his watch, and then I asked him, I said, you got to go to lunch, huh? You only got half hour, he goes. He goes, yeah. He goes, actually, he goes. And then I asked him, I said, why don't you thank God for the line? He looked at me, took a deep breath, and you can see his shoulders. Apparently, he's been schooled in this, in God. So he just started to say, okay, kind of let I seen his shoulders go down, and he relaxed, and he just started thanking God, thanking God. You would think I'd be lying to you. A supervisor came out of the back and said, "Any of you have a paper to pick up something?" And then she—I didn't even see the young man raise his hand, but she said, "You, young man, right in the back of that." He was. She pointed way to him, and he raised the paper, and he walked with the paper in his hand, and he looked at me with such disbelief that it wasn't more than two minutes, folks that he, called, he got called upon there. And he went up there and got his package and he was gone. You'd think I'd be lying. Folks, there's gold, there's silver, there's diamonds. There's enthusiasm and joy and health to be open-minded and keep thanking God for your hiccups, for your mishaps, for all the nonsense we did as a kid. All the oppression, all the all the violations, everything, all the break ins, everything. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, thank you God. Somehow God has a way to change the elements and <clears throat> to set things right. And <clears throat> to set us free from any wrong that we're hooked up to. See, that's the problem. We're hooked up to so many wrongs we haven't confessed. That, yep, I did it, I screwed it, I connived it, I stole it, I drank it, I deceived it, I, I arsoned it, I mutiny on the bounty. I did wrong, Lord. I killed it. Just take a deep breath. Thank you, God, I did those things. Now I can receive your mercy. Now I can receive your help. If it wasn't for those things, I wouldn't know what God's loving kindness, his benefits, his mercy, his grace is all about. In his grace, cleansing of the soul, the mind, the spirit, and so that we can be useful for today. Is this too much for us? Is this too uh, spiritual and you're afraid? I'm afraid. Let's not be afraid of spiritual things. That's what this world's made out of. A lot of us know the dark side, but this we're talking about real power, Power to do, power to move, power to change. We never have to take the drink again. We never have to be at odds with somebody, judgmental, pissed off, stupid thinking and grudging. Learn, we learn to let go and let God. In other words, we learn to thank God for the problem and that's how we let go. We thank God for the situation. All right, reading May thirteen, The Easier, Softer Way. If we skip this vital step, we may not overcome drinking. Ooh, the vital step. What is that? Alcoholics Anonymous, page 72. What is he talking about? I certainly didn't leap at the opportunity to face who I was, especially when the pains of my drinking days hung over me like a dark cloud. But I soon heard at the meeting about the fellow member who just didn't want to take step five and kept coming back to meetings trembling from the horrors of reliving his past. The easier, softer way is to take these steps to freedom from our fatal disease and to put our faith in the fellowship of our higher power. Amen. I'm reading to you from today's Daily Reflections, AA.org. Call this easier, softer way, Amen. And get excited about your fourth step. Go back and say, "Thank you, God, I did that." Thank you, God, they did that to me. Thank you, God, for what happened. And just soak each situation with fellowship with your higher power, thanking Him for what happened, and understand that you have the keys to freedom now. You have a way to set things free from morbid reflection. From regret, from depression, from anxiety, from anger, resentment, even suicide thoughts. All these things. And if you have those, the first line of defense is to thank God for them. And then write your fourth and fifth stick all the way down, thanking God for every incident. And soak it with, with spiritual thanksgiving. Like if it's a good thing. Oh, I stole this bike at so and so's house and he didn't know I did it. And I was still a friendly face to him, you know, deceive. I thank God I did that. Thank God I did that. Thank you, God. I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm not trying to put a spin on it like saying, well, he needed the bike. So I don't see that. I'm playing God. If I put a spin on my thank you, God, why I should thank you, then I am just in. Put myself in the wrong position. I'm playing God again. Control freak. You know, most of the people will, will, I tell them to thank God for the problem that we always, as human beings, put a spin on it. <clears throat> we think this is why, uh, I, I, this is the answer why God would have me thank him for this reason. And that's not, you're off again. You're. We are playing God. God, it may be just a, uh, uh, a way to God to bump us into another area. In other words, He is God. We are to honor what He says. Amen. That's why AA says, don't take yourself too seriously. There are no big deals. First things first. Thank God for the problem. That's first things first. Live and let live. Thank God for the problem. Let the people live just the way they are. Don't try to, you know, unless they ask you to be sponsor them. And anyway, moving right along, let's go ahead and read today's for the thirteen Proverbs thirteen of our beloved. Oh wait a minute! I have a. Let me read that, and then after that, I'll read a story from the grapevine. I gotta, we're gonna go through a grapevine this next week. There's a special section on Hispanics and AA. I didn't see that there right now. But for right now, let's see what King Solomon, my sponsor, has to say about today. It says, A wise son or daughter desires a father's discipline. Whoa. But the know-it-all never listens to correction. The title of this, Living Wisely. A wise son or daughter desires a father's... Why do we desire a father's discipline? I went over this in my Spanish. We desire a father's because we're, it's love. It's life, folks. A father's love is life to us. It's, he loves me. Discipline is love, folks. Discipline is love, but the person with a little bit of know-it-all always has a judgmental answer, never listens to correction. Is that me? That was once me. The words of the wise are kind and easy to swallow, but the unbeliever just wants to pick a fight and argue. The words of the wise are kind and easy to swallow. But the unbeliever just wants to pick a fight and argue. Best thing you can do for an unbeliever is just thank God for them and try not to change them. Guard your words and you'll guard your life. But if you don't control your tongue, it will ruin everything. Number four, the slacker wants it all, and it ends up with nothing. But the hard worker ends up with all that he longed for. But the hard worker ends up with all that he longs for. Number five, <clears throat> lovers of God, lovers and seekers of God, hate what is phony and false, but the wicked are full of shame and behave shamefully. Six, righteousness is like a shield of protection, guarding those who keep their integrity. But sin is the downfall of the wicked. Amen. If you're caught up in wickedness and and downfall, start thanking God that you're there. Thank God for the situation. Thank God that you're wicked. Thank God is your is your uh, lifesaver, is your vest to put on and come up. Number seven: one pretends to be rich but is poor; another pretends to be poor but is quite rich. Eight: the self assurance of the rich is their money, but people don't kidnap and exhort the poor. Nine, the virtues of God's lovers shine brightly in the darkness, but the flickering lamp of the ungodly will be extinguished. You know what that flickering lamp of the ungodly is? It's part of God's grace. They're still on God's grace. They're still receiving air and access to good and to tranquility. Can you imagine? They keep knocking on the door of hell. When the doors of hell open up, there's no more hope. There's no more faith. There's no more grace. Everything is removed. It's just totally darkness and pure evil. You've gotten your wish. You've gotten your wish to not allow God to love you, not allow yourself to love you or accept God's love. And millions are going that way. Stubborn, stubborn, ungodly people will be extinguished. And not of God's doing. Is her own baby stubbornness, childish stubbornness? Ask me how I know. <laughs> Number ten. Wisdom opens your heart to receive wise counsel. Wisdom, how does how do we open wisdom? How do we access wisdom? Wisdom is only activated when we thank God for a problem. Then his wise counsel comes upon us. Thank God. If you cut your finger, thank God. If you smash your finger, your hand, thank God. If you cut off your hand, thank God. Everything is thank God, folks. Try it, Try it as something. You know, right, make a little letter to yourselves right now and say, the next thing something dumb happens, or I stub my toe and cite it. I'm going to thank God for it like it's a good thing. Have fun doing it, okay? Wisdom opens your heart to receive wise counsel, but pride closes your ears to advice and gives birth to only quarrel and strife. Pride. You ever get a person that's always quarreling with you? They're quarreling in their own mind. All you are is an extension of their thinking. Quarrels and (laughs) strife. Number 11, wealth quickly gained is quickly wasted. Huh. Easy come, easy go. But if you gradually gain wealth, you will grow. Watch it grow. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I've been receiving paychecks, working this one-day job, and little by little, starting to grow. And now, we opened up a, a, a separate checking account to keep my... My labor, money accounted for away from the the bill paying so I can have access to buy tools, buy things that I need. It's something I try to put together before and a frivolous investment came around. Frivolous because I still have it in my garage after years. <laughs> I want to thank God for it, but... Really, saving, saving little by little and protecting it is important. Number 11, wealth quickly gained is quickly wasted. Easy come, easy go. But if you gradually gain wealth, you will watch it grow. Woo-hoo. 12, when hope's dreams seem to drag on and on, the delay can be depressing. But when at last your dream comes true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. See how beautiful that is, folks. that's one of the reasons you want to write down whatever brings the light to your heart you know because we don't know how many things may come your way uh, write out in 200 500 to a thousand things of things that if money was not no not a problem, well how would you describe the toys and the goodness you would have? When hope's dream seems to drag on and on, the delay can be depressing. So write it down, write down a journal, and then lift it up to God. Say, I thank you for this, Lord. If it's acceptable to you, whatever it is, I say yes to these dreams. May they come true. If Hawaii is acceptable to you, Lord, if a uh, uh, new car is acceptable, a new pickup truck, ha. <laughs> But when at last your dream comes true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. So what I'm saying is, is obtaining joys is life, folks. A sweetness of, of a desire coming to us. Remember how excited we were as kids when we received something? Jumping up and down and up and down. We're so excited. You know, I hardly say this story because it's embarrassing But since you you don't know who I am, I think I was about, I don't know what a year I was. must have been 9, 10, 11. And uh, we came from Mexico over here. And we used to get those uh, comic books. And I remember writing into the comic book and sending a quarter or something for first thing I ever done to correspond with a company back east. And they sent me a poster. And the poster was, get this, Archie and Jughead in a band, and all the other Veronica and Betty and my my friends, right? And I was so excited that I got that. I mean mind you, we were we were still poor, we were very poor. I jumped up and down like it was the lottery. so excited. I put it on my wall so I think my big brother ripped it off. but uh it was fun. Be excited about receiving something. You know, life is fun, folks. Life's sweetness will satisfy your soul when your dreams come true. Amen. 13, despise the word, will you? Then you'll pay the price and it won't be pretty. But the one who honors the Father's holy instructions will be rewarded. Amen. So honor the Father's instruction. The Word says for us to thank God for everything. When we come into the spiritual things, I mean, isn't it make sense? When I was in the darkness, I was cursing everything. So it got darker and darker. Curse myself, curse everything. Curse this, curse that. Knock the government, curse, curse, curse. So I was a cursor. But now that I asked God for help, I got on my knees and I cried out to the Father to deliver me from alcohol and stupid thinking. Now the Father's instructions, His Holy Father's instructions, is for me to thank Him for what I don't understand so He can come in and pick me up, dust me off. And I will be rewarded for asking Him. Not only will I be supplied with the answer, but I will be honored by love and poise and I'll be rewarded for obedience on top of the thing being solved, folks. It's a win-win situation when we thank God for a, for a problem. 14. When the seekers, lovers of God, teach you truth, a fountain of life opens up within you. And their wise instructions will deliver you from the ways of death. Woo-hoo. Some hoo God is talking to us, folks. God is reaching down and talking to us. We got hope. We got faith. We got ability to thank God and and go back there and, and fix all the horrific problems in our lives by thanking God for what happened. Come on now. Just do it. 15. Everyone admires a wise, sensible person, but the treasure is walk on the path of ruin. Ooh! See, you want to stick in your stubborn ways. You don't think it's gonna help. It's not gonna work. You're playing God. You mean? You mean you? You, you see, we gotta see God as the, as plentiful as the sun, as helpful as the sun is, as helpful as water is, as helpful as air is. As helpful as our immune system is. That's how we have to see God. He made all these things. That's why we get to get excited and get in cahoots, get on the procession of the parade that are thanking God for their deliverances. Everyone admires a wise, sensible person, calm, poised, ready to smile. But the treasures, Walk on the path of ruin. Grumpy, disgruntled, always complaining, never satisfied, nothing is ever right. They got the habit of of always needing something. Uh, How do I know these things? 16. Everything a wise and shrewd man does comes from a source of revelation knowledge. But the behavior of fools puts foolishness on parade. Everything a wise and shrewd man does comes from a source of revelation knowledge. Amen. 17, an undependable messenger causes a lot of trouble, but the trustworthy and wise messengers release healing wherever they go. Trustworthy and wise messengers release healings wherever they go. Poverty and disgrace come to the one who refuses to hear criticism if you're refusing to listen to you you must be in poverty and disgrace already i need to hear more criticism but you know the beauty of it is that criticism is going to come from your critics from the people that don't like you the people that actually hate you so every once in a while i'll i'll say hey i need some criticism i'll say constructive criticism but really, any kind of criticism, bring it on. I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to like you, but I will consider what you said. I had I had one of my critic friends uh, go off, not friends. Why well, you can call them a friend, right? And say and say that uh, I was playing God, uh, big shotism, and this and that, and I didn't want him to dampen my enthusiasm. But I did want to hear the wisdom that maybe, just maybe, God is speaking through him, saying that I needed to be quiet and listen. So on my own, I've been quiet and listening more to my higher power, and so forth. So I thank God for the for those words, and I'm able to to, to grow from them. Okay, and pray for the person. So a wise person takes in criticism and puts this in place. Poverty and disgrace comes to the one who refuses to hear criticism. But the one who is easy to correct is on the path of honor. That's one of the things to say, did you do it? Yep. Did you steal it? Yep. Did you say that wrong? Yep. Did you say that about them? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I did it. I screwed it. I connived it. I need help. But the one who is easy to correct is on the path of honor. In other words... Don't try, uh, don't defend yourself. That's my, I mean, if someone says, or if someone is thinking, you got to say, take a deep breath, say, God bless you. I've probably done that. Because remember, any kind of success requires a residual of failure. Ask any winner, ask any, any, how many times? What is it? I think it's three wins to seven losses is what three a three hundred percent batter is. Can you imagine? He lost seven hundred percent, but he hit three hundred percent and that makes him a top hitter, folks. So don't thank God we need we need the failure to win in life. I don't know. Makes sense to me. Nineteen, when God fulfills your longings when God fulfills your longings. Who? God. Sweetness fills your soul. Who doesn't want their soul filled with sweetness? I do. What's God fulfilling my, my longings? Well, one of the things I long for is to get a new pick, strong pickup truck and get myself a camper and go to Bright's National Park. Go to national parks and enjoy these few years I have, you know, with uh, nature, with coffee, and you. You'll be with me. I'll be talking to you through this podcast. And then you see what God will fulfill. So I'd like to give you a report what God has fulfilled. Lately, God has given me a a tank full of fishes that I took care of for this family, this family. They went to Arizona, and now they gave me the fishes because they, want they wanted to flush them down the toilet. One of their sons bought them, and then he took off. So they just take care. I'm just enjoying the fish, talking to them, playing to them Mozart music. I bought them live plants. I took out those plastic plants they had, and they're probably having toxins in the water, and I gave them live plants. And I gave them all, all names and baptized them. I'm joking. When God fulfills your longing, what's another longings we have? Well, one of the longings I have is for me to to, to talk and learn quicker and not spend so much time on putting out podcasts. Ha, ha, ha. Get them out in 10, 15 minutes, you know, what God wants to tell me, what God tells me to tell the people. So what God has told me, he says, I am with you. I'm right beside you. I'm right here with you, and you have prayer. That's what God has told me. That's the message my higher power has told me. I have him, and I have prayer as my tool. You see, with every blessing, there's always an amount of work Getting on your knees and praying or acting like he's listening to me. There was a lady that wrote a book, 1947 or something like that, in England, became very famous. And she said, act like you have a God. Act like he's listening to you. She said, that's faith. That it will put it into action. Your body will release faith. Your body will release what you're acting, your faith, and your believer. And you will hit a payload when you act, when we act. But the one who is easy to correct is on the path of honor, folks. When God fulfills our longings, sweetness will fill our soul. But the wicked, again, the critical, refuse, unbelieving wicked, refuse to turn from darkness to see their desires come to pass. Oh, it's never going to work. You're fanatical. Number twenty. If you want to grow in wisdom, spend time with the wise. Thank you for coming to today's podcast. You're why, you're better to be wise today than you'll ever be yesterday or this past minute. In other words, we, we're growing all of us in wisdom. Even as I talk, I'm wondering where these words are coming from, where this power and enthusiasm because this. I'd rather be watching football old clips. But I love this stuff here. I'm almost done, folks. If you want to grow in wisdom, spend time with the wise. Walk with the wicked and you'll eventually become just like them. Calamity chases the sin chaser. But prosperity pursues the God lover. Woohoo! Lord, I open the door. Let us open the door to prosperity. Come on in, prosperity. Come on in. Fill my tank full of gas. Did I tell you the time I prayed for a full tank of gas? Someone gave me a pickup truck, 22 gallons, $5 a gallon. Gas is crazy. I, I told the wife, pray with me, agree with me that I need a full tank of gas. And she agreed. And four hours later, I called her and I said, hey, I got a full tank of gas on the pickup truck. And she goes talking about something else. And I said, don't you want to know how I got the full tank of gas? I stopped her. And she said, well, yeah, she probably thought I sold something. I sell things on OfferUp, this app we have. And I said, no. Uh, My friend, the elderly guy from AA, called me. And he says, hey, my stepdaughter just bought me a new car. And she's paying for the, she's leasing it. And I don't have room for this other car. You want it? I said, yeah, sure. I'll take a car. He came down and picked me up. We went down to AAA and put down the 20 bucks, what it cost to just transfer the name. Voila. I got a car, Toyota, and it's got a full tank of gas. I called and I said, that's how I got it. I got the gas, but it's not in the truck. I got a full tank of gas, but it's not in the pickup truck. That's a true story, folks. And now I'm asking God for a newer pickup truck. Okay, let's move on. The calamity chases the sin chaser. Wow, who wants some of that? But prosperity chases the God seeker that seeks and loves God's words. Let us run with prosperity because it's after us, folks. 22, the benevolent man, in other words, the benefit-giving, graceful man, leaves an inheritance that endures to his children's children. Amen. May, May we do that, aren't we? For our beautiful grandchildren. But the wealth of the wicked is treasured up for the righteous. Now, this is one that kind of a little bit baffles me. It says the wealth of the wicked is treasured up for us, the righteous, for us who thank God for our problems. Thank God we're lost. Thank God we need a savior. Thank God we need direction. Lord, so let's pray. God, we ask you for the treasures that are treasured up And take it away from the wicked like Robin Hood and give to us the righteous that we may in turn give it to the poor and help the widows and the orphans for your glory and your name. Amen. (laughs) May great wealth come to you and and you have a program to access the widows and the orphans. So that God can use you as a conduit. You're going to eat well as you go through. You're going to have nice vehicles as his resources pass through you. But the majority of it should go to the orphans and the widows. The lovers of God, the love-seeking God-seekers will live a long life and get to enjoy their wealth. (laughs) Woo-hoo-hoo! But the ungodly will suddenly perish. Oh, man. We're doing the right things, folks. Head in the right direction with the right set of format, with the right creator who has established all these things for us. For us to enjoy and live abundantly a long life and get to enjoy our wealth. and that beautiful promise, folks? 24. If you withhold correction again and punishment from your children... You demonstrate a lack of love. So prove your love and be prompt to punish them. Just have courage, folks. Lack of courage, people say, oh, I just correct them with words. Hey, a little rod speaks a thousand words, folks. And it's remembered. You don't have to be saying the same thing over and over again. And if you don't have that love for your children, ask God to give you that love. That's God to give you the, the courage to correct them. That's okay if you don't qualify. You qualify for doing God's word and God's correction. That's all you have to qualify. You ask them. He gave you the instinct. You know, I've been I've been reprimanded for correcting my grandkids. <laughs> you know, I've been corrected for telling them, you got to pay for your meal right here. I don't know where that came from, but. Teaching them to be prudent and get jobs and and take care of themselves. If you withhold correction and punishment from your children, you demonstrate a lack of true love. So prove your love and be prompt to punish them. Okay, our last one: the lovers of God will have more than enough, but the wicked will always lack what they crave. Woo hoo! The the seekers that love God and love to seek him will have more than plenty. Good and plenty they'll have. But the wicked always lack what they crave. Always lack what they crave. Amen. I didn't mean to be so long-winded today. I got very little sleep from the barbecue last night. Let's go ahead and read a quick Grapevine story. This is from Ramon S. from San Antonio, Texas. And interesting, this article was translated from the Viña from the 2012 November article with my empty hands called Con Las Manos Vacías. It was translated in English. Isn't that interesting? Most of them are always translated from Spanish, from English to Spanish. This is, this is an awesome thing, folks, these two magazines. You got to get the grapevine at aa.org or the vina in Spanish and give them away, folks. I gave one to my sister in, uh in the articles, and she would always tell me she would enjoy, enjoy them and enjoy them. So why don't you try it one year? Give everybody, you know... They send 12 issues. Say they they read one and they gave the other one away and they end up in the thrift centers. And then some homeless guy got bought it for 10 cents or whatever. You're still investing in the proper side of the world. We are. Talking to myself. Okay, Ramon S. from San Antonio, Texas says, No longer empty-handed. I arrived in the United States in 1978, but five years later, I returned to my country, beaten down and without a penny in my pocket. I was deported after crashing into a police car, drunk. I didn't want to return to my village this was this way because I was embarrassed. I didn't want my mom to see me like this. To my surprise, she cried tears of joy when she saw me. She told me the money wasn't important. She simply wanted me to stop drinking. After a month, I returned to the U.S. promising never to drink again, but I couldn't keep the promise. I drank for more than 30 years. And by the grace of God, I was finally sent to AA by a smart judge. I've been sober for six years now. I've gotten involved in service work, and I'm currently the La Viña representative for my group. Unfortunately, my mother died in 2002 and was never able to see me sober. At first, I felt guilty and miserable, but I've transcended those feelings, and the program has helped me to forgive myself. Although I don't have my mother any longer, I would still like to return sober to my village one day. I know that I have the responsibility to pass on the message of AA to those who are still actively involved in alcoholism back home. I would like to communicate to them that there is a solution. Beautiful, wonderful. Thank you, Ramon S. Let's go ahead and finish up with the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. And if you stay with me to the end, you are a triple winner. The Triple Winner Club. (laughs) Have a good day.